The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome to a special postseason edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. This will be for your Friday, October 6th, four-game slate. We got both ALDS, both NLDS games going down. It shall be lit, I guess, as the kids say. It's the last time we're going to have four games. I think we might have one other chance all year. So I got the itch, the DFS itch. We need to get it in. And we got some aces on the mound, like ridiculous pitching. Um, as I always say with small slates, you got to get aggressive. You got to get weird. You can play it safe if you want, but we're in the middle of the Yankees-Indians uh, Yankees game as I record. And it's 1-0 Indians in the third. Seeing some good pitching here. You saw Verlander, six innings, two earned earlier. Altuve takes sail deep three times. Just... Tons going on. I was all over the, the Astros lineup. I was pumped on that. So I tweeted a few things yesterday. Uh, but we're going to get it in today. I'm going to try to make this as quick as possible. I have a lot more info than I usually have. And I'll try to make that as quick as possible, too. At least for the pitchers, I have a lot more info. So let's get at it. Here's your pitchers. You got Kluber at 12,000, Kershaw at 11,4, Strasburg at 10,6, Keichel at 89, Hendricks at 8K, Walker at 67, Pomeran 65. Sabathia at 63. Obviously, everybody wants to target the lower end guys. I got no problem with that. They are the worst of the bunch, but it is the postseason. Hendricks and above, all in play for me. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna talk right now. Corey Kluber. I could give you no stats and just flat out say the best pitcher in all of baseball. Absolutely amazing. If you look at his postseason numbers last year in six starts, he went four and one. With a buck eighty-three ERA, with better than a K per inning pitched this year against the Yankees in two starts, he's two and zero, one five nine ERA in those two starts. He's gone uh, seventeen innings with eighteen Ks in those seventeen innings of work. At home this year, he's two, ten and two in sixteen starts with a buck eighty-one ERA. Are you getting a trend here that he's pretty darn good at baseball? In the second half, he was even better. 11 and 1 in 15 starts with a buck 79 yard. In day games, which this will be a 
technically day afternoon depends on what you look at. Seven and one in nine starts with a buck eighty nine ERA. Kluber is outstanding. Do the Yankees bring a threat with bats? Always, always have a threat with bats. The the thing with the playoffs, guys, if you didn't figure it out already, which I think you do because you're very, very smart, you're listening to this podcast for crying out loud, the best teams are facing each other. And if you're a really good team, you likely have a good offense. That's why you're in the dance right now. So all these guys, like if anybody got hit, would not surprise you. That's why gambling is not as bad. Still, if you can go with a Kluber and get some bats, you go Corey Kluber. Lefties have hit a buck 99, righties a buck 85 against them. If you can fit 12K in, you go Corey Kluber. If you can't, you look down to a guy like Clayton Kershaw at 11-4 at home against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Now, everyone and their mother has already said it, is going to say it a million times on Friday. His career in the postseason is horrible. Yes, it's obvious. His career, 4-7, and seven, ERA to the moon, um, a 4-5-5 postseason ERA. He was a little better last year. In the first round, he was still bad, an ERA above five. The second round, he was in the threes. He looked much better. It's always like one inning that gets to Kershaw. And you know what? That one inning, it happens, and you can't ignore it. I've heard so many people go, oh, it's just one inning. I don't care. When I'm playing fantasy, that one inning destroys everything he did prior to that. I don't care. Um, He is facing a Diamondbacks team that he's familiar with, and it is familiar with him. 2-0 this year in two starts against the D-backs for the 0.59 0.59 ERA, 19 Ks and 15 and a third innings against the Diamondbacks in those two starts. Um, at home, he's been remarkable. Uh, 2.58 ERA, given a 2.03 on the road, but still very, very good. Easily over a K per nine. He's given up more home runs at home, 14 homers at home compared to nine on the road. And one thing that I do want to bring up is, you know, he had the back injury. He got back, brought back slowly. In September and October, basically the last month he pitched, he had six starts. He went three and two with a 3.48 ERA. So obviously it's not the, the greatest. His, his next worst month in the entire season was 2.43. So he struggled a complete run above any other month he had in baseball. Something to keep in mind there. Basically a 1K per nine or 1K per inning, and he gave up five homers in those six starts. Lefties hit 244, righties 200. I still have plenty of faith in Clayton Kershaw, but I'd rather go Corey Kluber, and I'd rather go to the next guy we're looking at, Steven Strasburg, at $10,600. He is at home. Um, he hasn't pitched in the postseason since 2014, where he had one start in the NLDS, um, and five innings, struck out two, buck, 81, buck 80 ERA. Really nothing too too crazy there. Um. When you're looking at him versus the Cubs this year, he started one game, seven innings, two five seven ERA, 13 strikeouts in those seven innings pitched. Very, very, very nice stuff there. He's been phenomenal at home. Um, in the second half, he's been ridiculous. Ten starts in the second half, six and one, a 0.86 ERA, 76 strikeouts in 62 and two-thirds innings pitched. And in those ten starts, he's only given up two home runs. That is pretty darn sexy. Um, lefties hitting a buck 91, righties 213. I love Strasburg. I know the Cubs are good. They strike out 22.4% of the time versus right-handed pitching. In baseball this year, they're the 11th best team against right-handed pitching. So there's a lot to be said there. Another reason I like Kershaw, I didn't tell you, I forgot to mention, Arizona versus lefties this year, surprisingly, are 26th worst in baseball. Or best, you could say. Whatever you want to describe it. They're 26th out of 30 in baseball. 
They strike out 24% of the time versus lefties. So you got that going for you when you look that direction. Now we drop down to a guy like Dallas Keuchel, who I believe has some very nice value in this matchup. He's $8,900. So we're dropping down from the big boys. But Keuchel's an ace as well. He had two starts in the 2015 postseason, 2-0, 257 ERA. He never faced Boston this year. In his career versus Boston, throughout the like four or five-year career he's had, not good, 988 ERA. But he hadn't faced him at all this year. So decide what you want to do with that. At home, a 2.26 ERA, basically it's almost a run and a half better than his road ERA, um, 7.4K per nine. Pitched really, really well at home. And the last month of baseball, a 2.87 ERA compared to um, compared to 8Ks per nine. Boston's tenth tenth best against left-handed pitching, so they're not the best of the best. Like we'll have, we'll see down the next few guys, but they're not that bad. And they only strike out 18% of the time versus lefties. So you got to keep that in mind when you're looking at him. But lefties hit a buck 44, righties do it 293 off Dallas Keuchel. So if you like Mookie Betts and company, they could be in play. We go on to Kyle Hendricks, eighty-eight thousand dollars. Very good in the postseason for the Cubbies last year. Nothing spectacular. Didn't go deep into games, but been very, very good. He has 0-1 against Washington this year. Seven innings, three earned, five Ks. Gave up two homers in that start. Uh, on the road, a 2.83 ERA, 8.5 Ks per nine. Second half is what he did. He was outstanding. 2.19 ERA in the second half, um, 8.3 Ks per nine. Very, very good stuff. And Washington is 12th best versus right-handed pitching. So, you know, when you're looking at angles – Hendricks is in play. They strike out 21.2% of the time versus right-handed pitching. They obviously have power. All of these teams have power. you got to pick and choose your battles here. And at 8,000, there's upside with Hendricks. There's upside with Hendricks. There's upside with the likes of uh, Keuchel in those price range. Now, you look at the bottom feeders. you got Tywon Walker. Never faced them po- anybody in the postseason. First career postseason start. Jitters will be there. We've seen it with Severino. I tweeted about that. You see it with a lot of guys. The jitters exist, people. They really do. Um, he might pitch through them. I don't know, but just watch. It'll be interesting to see how it happens. He's been um, 292 ERA on the road compared to 418 at home. So he's been very, very good on the road. Almost a K, uh, K per nine, a K per inning on the road, I should say. I'm trying to go through this fast for you guys, and I'm just blah, blah, blah. Um, He's been okay at night, 3.56 ERA at night. Lefties hit 225, righties 256 off of Taiwan Walker. Very, very risky play. You got the Los Angeles Dodgers, seventh best in baseball versus righties, um, they, but they do strike out 22.3% of the time. So you got to play the game. Do I want to go Corey Kluber at 12,000? And then, you know, let's dance with um, Taiwan at 67. And hopefully I can get a quality start. It's not the worst thing to look at. It really isn't. Um, it just depends on which gamble you want to take. Because you're going to have to face a bad team. Or a bad pitcher. Uh, Drew Pomerantz, 6,500. Wasn't great out, out of uh, the bullpen for Boston last year. This will be his first postseason start. Never made a postseason start. He's facing an Astros team at second best in all of baseball. First left-handed pitch. And they hit 278 as a team. WRC plus of 120, a WOBA of 347, an ISO of 189, and they only strike out 16.7% of the time versus 
lefties. Pomeranz did face them twice this year and pitched very well. He was 1-0 in two starts, 12 and a third innings, totally pitched, 1.46 ERA with seven strikeouts against the Astros. So he managed to get it done um, in his two starts versus them. Lefties hit 291, righties 237. I think that's why he might have had success. Most lefties get beat up by righties instead of lefties, and a lot of the thump in that Astros lineup is right-handed. So do you pick your poison there? Because everybody is going to be targeting Pomeranz. I want to target Pomeranz. But if you want to be different, you take Pomeranz. That's how you differentiate, stuff like that. You need to take one of these three unless you want to take all the value bats and hope the value bats go off. That's just how it's going to work. Um, and you got CC Sabathia at, uh, I didn't even write down his price because it's so low. He is at $6,300. He's been pitching in the postseason for quite some time. Um, first postseason action, though, since 2012. Lefties hit 250, righties 244 off CC. He never faced Cleveland this year. Pitched really well in the daytime, 6-1 and 8 starts, 2-6-0 ERA compared to 4-1-7 at night. And this is an early game. They got the first game tomorrow. It's crazy. They got the last, or they had the early game on uh, Thursday. They the first of four games on Friday. So he's going to be there. He pitched really well on the road, better on the road than at home. Cleveland's the third best team in baseball against lefties. Um, the Astros were the second. Cleveland is the third. They hit 270 as a team, a WRC plus of 110, Woba of 341, ISO of 173, and they only strike out 17.6% of the time. I don't want to touch CC. If CC throws great, I will tip my cap and I will move on. If I got to take two of the guys in the 6K range, I'm looking at Tywin Walker and Drew Pomeranz. You pick your poison you want there. I'm probably going to go Walker. The ballpark's much better. You don't face a DH, a lot of those factors. But Pomeranz has been very good this year. He has 17 wins, I believe. Um, let me click that button for you. Yeah, 17 and 6 overall, 13 or 3-3-2 ERA overall. He's been very, very good. It's just, do you want to roll the dice? He's averaging 17.3 DraftKings points to start versus Houston this year, which would be outstanding for 6,500 bucks. So I have no problem with that. Uh, like I said, you got Tywan Walker at 67. He has a 3-4-9 ERA against the Dodgers this year in his three starts. He's averaging 18.5 DraftKings points per start, 16.2 points on the road compared to 14.1 at home. So you pick your poison. You take one of those. I have no problem with it. And then when you go up top, I'm going Kluber, Strasburg, Kershaw. That's my one, two, three in the, the five-digit range. Then you got two guys in the eights. You have Keuchel, you have Hendricks. I'm going Hendricks over Keuchel. More strikeout upside, better ballpark to pitch in. Again, no DH. But Keuchel's been phenomenal. Big time ground ball guy. I got no problem with either. If you want to be really different, you use Keiko and Hendricks and you load up on all the bats. You could do that easily. Or you just don't pay for any of the five-digit guys. You start with Keiko or Hendricks and take a Walker or Pomerantz. You can go that angle too. Get creative. But basically, if I'm going to set it up for you, I go Kluber, Strasburg, Kershaw up top. I go Hendricks, Keiko in the middle. Then I go Walker, Pomerantz, Sabathia. But Walker and Pomerantz, it's like 1A, 1B right there in the middle. You just kind of whatever your comfort level is with the risk you're going to take. So you're looking at that angle. Since I haven't done this in a while, I forgot to check the, the weather for you. Keep an eye on New York and Cleveland. They have, uh, you know, 20 to sometimes 40% chances of rain tomorrow. So that game could get interesting. So keep an eye on that. Other than that, nothing too crazy. It looks like wind's not too bad and um, no rain chances anywhere else. So keep an eye on that. 
Also, for your pleasure, when you're looking at uh, totals, let me get those for you. Boston at Houston. Oh, the lines aren't even out yet. This is beautiful. But Cubs Nationals, you got a total of seven. And D-backs, that one's not even out yet. So you only got one total so far. Nothing else is out yet thanks to postseason baseball. Um, let's look at the bats and get you on your way on this quickie here. Four-game postseason DraftKings Quick Hits Edition. For, remember, check us out at thesportsdgens.com on Twitter at thesportsdgens. We have tons of awesome content. You got NASCAR on the weekends. You got a UFC 216 pay-per-view pod with myself, Dougie, and Doc. You got Doc's College Football Podcast with the Saturday Edge guys for preview on the week. You got the NFL DFS two-point conversion pod with myself, Bucks, and James. Phenomenal content there. You had PGA earlier in the week. Great stuff there from Golf Gods, Bucks, and myself. You have Nape had his stacks article coming out today. You'll have Contrarian tomorrow. We'll have the Taco Report. You got Richard with his power rankings. You have DD Jayhoff putting out some NHL DFS for you. There's tons of content, guys. Check it out. Spread the word. Keep this thing growing. We're going to get you guys. If I could afford, because we make no money on this website. I don't charge a dime. I don't want to charge a dime. I need to grow it to get advertising so I can get you more content. I've, I've actually have writers lined up. But they want to be paid to write. It doesn't. I just need the money to pay them. It's that simple. And we will get you guys everything you need for free. So just keep that in mind. Sorry for the plug. Got to get it in. Let's go to the bats. Your catchers. Yeah, you got Sanchez again up top. He's, he's expensive. Yeah, Contreras. I'm starting off with Yasmani Grandal, 3500 with Taiwan Walker. Taiwan Walker is a fly ball guy, and he does give up big power to lefties when he gives up the power. So Grandal at 35 in play. I know Pomeranz is better versus righties than lefties. So if you want to go full bore on that, then don't do it. But Evan Gaddis hits lefties very, very well. And he's $3,200. Chris Iannetta, if you want to fade Kershaw, Iannetta has been phenomenal against lefties this year. He's 3100 If you hope playoff Kershaw shows up, go for it. One thing about the playoffs, uh, you saw it with Sale and uh, Verlander earlier. The, the bullpens were up early. These guys aren't they're, – they're all on short leashes. So keep that in mind. But uh, if you want to get your Indians on, because the Indians are going to be popular as popular, you get a cheap piece of it here. Jan Gomes or um, Roberto Perez. Gomes is 3K. Perez 2,900 versus CC. Perez is starting today. So Jay Bruce, ding dong. It's 3-0 Cleveland in the fourth. There we go, Indians. I hope you guys read that right up. But we got Gomes at 3K likely to start if Perez doesn't. So both are very much in play. Farther on you go, you gotta check your lineups. Um, if like Blake Swihart starts versus Keiko at twenty seven hundred, he's worth a look as well. And then you just kind of see what other value you can find. Let's head over to the first base position. We'll kick it off with a guy that mashes left-handed pitching, and this is a great, great, great play, likely chalky play. But Edwin Encarnacion, E five forty six hundred versus CC Sabathia. He is a guy. You're going to want your lineup if you can make it worse. Um, Cody Bellinger's first base outfield at 45. Very solid stuff there. Cody, he just he wasn't the fiery Cody we like for the price tag. Like his last few games of the season, 11, but then a 3, 0, 2, 8, 2, 5, 0, a 20, and a 7. And you're paying 45. This is cheap for him, usually much more. So keep that in mind. I'm not saying he's not going to go off. It's his first postseason game. All those narratives, he might go bananas. 
But uh, that's a heavy price tag. I'd like to get Edwin. Bellinger is in play. You got Goldschmidt versus Kershaw, 43. If you want to be contrarian. Uh, Anthony Rizzo versus Strasburg. We mentioned how well Strasburg's pitched. Uh, you got lefties hitting a buck 91 against Strasburg. But uh, when he gets up home runs, it is two lefties. So if you want to be contrarian there, 4,200. You got a guy like Hanley Ramirez. Eduardo Nunez left. He had to get carried off the field today. Nunez came in, or Ramirez came in, a couple base hits, hitting DH. Hits lefties very, very well. He's 3,600 versus Dallas Keuchel. Uh, Uleski Guriel, 3,400 versus Pomeranz. I don't hate that either. If you want to fade Kluber, you look at guys like Greg Bird at 3,400. He's actually swinging a very, very hot, hot bat. So it's just you got to pick. Do you want to be contrarian? Do you want to be the chalk? Uh, pick your angles there and make some money. We go to second base. Altuve at 51. He had three freaking homers. The kid is amazing. Absolutely amazing. You better get the MVP award. Oh, yeah. Check out Around the Bases with me and Mo. We had a guest, Tommy Stokey, of the Sporting News on, previewing all of the playoff action plus awards. Altuve was our unanimous AL MVP. 5100 bucks crushes lefties. You got Jose Ramirez. It's lefties very well. Second base, third base at 4900 Uh Daniel Murphy against Hendricks at 43 Not bad either. He kind of was quiet in the last part of the year, but still averaged 9.1 his last 10 games of action. So he's 4300 Farther down you go, you got like Zobrist at 37 and half at 37 I don't hate it, but I'm not in love with it at all. Guys like... Um, I'd rather gamble, gamble on like Javi Baez at 3,400 because of his upside on the bases as well. Stealing a guy like Brandon Drury, he hits lefties really, really well. I know Kershaw is not your average lefty, but Drury's $3,000, so something to keep in mind there. Um, other than that, you're going to want you can maybe find value, just got to depends on what pops into the lineups. You're not going to see a bunch of punts in the lineups, they're going to put their best stuff out there. So value is not going to be as easy to find unless you're fading the big boys. Third base, again, Jose Ramirez, 49. Love it. Justin Turner, crushing righties, crushing lefties. He's 45. He's a great play. Uh, really, really good play. Uh, Chris Bryant, 41. Had a great end of the season. Alex Bregman went ding-dong off sale and another big hit at second at bat. He smokes the baseball, hitting it great. He's third base shortstop at 39. To me, that's value. I know it's, it's you know, still, it's it, it's against Pomeranz the whole, better versus righties, blah, blah, blah. But he's 3,900 with a guy with tremendous upside. That is the value we're looking for today. It's not like 3K like we like, but on this slate, that is value. You got guys like uh, Chase Headley at 3,100. It's not horrible, but not nearly ideal. Other than that, there's really nothing else down here. So third base, you're going to have to pay for it, looks like. Unless you like something else in the lineup. Shortstop, Frank Cisco Lindor at 5,200. He's better right-handed versus lefties than he is left-handed versus righties. Lindor at 52, outstanding play versus CeCe. Given, remember, CeCe's thrown well against these guys this year. Or not the end facing this year, but he has in the past. He's pitched well, period, this year for CeCe standards. Uh, Corey Seager at 44 versus Walker. You got Carlos Correa at 48 versus Pomeranz. Don't mind either. You got Marvin Gonzalez with a switch here at 42. He's outfield shortstop. Again, Bregman's 39. A guy, if you're not using Kluber and you don't want full fade, but you want a little, I don't mind Didi Gregorius at 38. He's just been stroking the, the baseball. You got Xander Bogarts at 37. You're going to find a little bit more value here, it looks like, at the shortstop position. Maybe Wilmer Defoe cracks the lineup. He's second base shortstop at 3,100. 
He's not like, I'd rather have those guys up top, but if you don't have the money, you don't have the money. And then a guy like Adam Rosales, we know he hits lefties well. That's what he does. He's 2K versus Kershaw. Might just be a punt we're taking to free up all kinds of roster space. Then we head to the outfield. You got Harper at 5K, who hasn't done anything in a short time back, so keep that in mind, but it's still Bryce Harper. And he's got the fire Las Vegas cleats that are just amazing. Uh, George Springer at 47 is not bad at all. Judge versus Kluber, I'll pass, but it, nothing would surprise me. Jay Bruce, he's already doubled and homered in this game. He's 43 versus CC. I don't hate it at all. Marwin at 42. Mookie Betts, if you're not using Keiko, Mookie Betts at 41 is a steal. J.D. Martinez at 41 versus Kershaw. I like that a lot if you're not using Kershaw, even if it's just like a one-off. It's a $5,000 player. You're getting like $1,000 off because it's Kershaw. And I, I understand it's Kershaw. But just think, if bad Kershaw shows up. We go a little farther. We got like, again, Haps 37, Schwarber's 36. I don't mind A.J. Pollock at 3,600 versus Kershaw. I might have to build me a little D-backs lineup. I might just have to do it for value. Austin Jackson for the Indians. It's lefties really well. He's 3,500 versus C.C. Sabathia. He's a cheaper option in that Indians onslaught that we hope to see. Got like Curtis Granderson, 3,500 against Tywon Walker, left-handed power bat. You know, wasn't the, the, the loudest bat in the world towards the end of the year, but definitely has some upside there for you. Uh, Aaron Hicks, 3,300, definite upside at that price tag. Chris Young does hit lefties well, hasn't this year, but usually does. He's 3,200. Maybe Cameron Maben cracks the lineup for Houston. He's 3,200. Got like Jacoby Ellsbury had a decent late run in the second half. He's 3,200 versus uh, Kluber. I'm not fading Kluber, but if that's the gamble you want to take, I, I don't, I won't hate any gamble. I will not hate any because, like I said, these are the best of the best. It's just how it's going to be. Um, maybe I hate saying the words, but if Andre Ethier cracks the lineup, he's 2,800 versus Tywin Walker. That's a lefty that can run into one and frees up all kinds of space. So Victor Robles, 2,200 with tremendous upside gets on. He can run for days. So there's your bats. You know, we don't have all the totals yet, but you got to imagine you got eight and a half tonight in this Cleveland game. You're not going to see a bunch of high totals throughout the playoffs. You'll see them occasionally, but not very often weather. Watch the weather in Cleveland, your pitching recap. You got uh, Kluber up top, then Strasburg and Kershaw in the middle range. Uh, Hendricks, then Keuchel down below. Walker, Pomeranz, CC, Walker, and Pomeranz very close. Your BVP. Don't forget, we do BVP. Altuve, if you needed more, seven for seventeen with a double, three stolen bases versus Pomeranz, hitting four twelve against him. Uh, Mabin's two for six with a double. McCann's taking him deep. That's about it, though. Mookie Betts, one for four, but that one was a home run off Keuchel. Hanley Ramirez, two for two for two with a double. Not a ton of big samples here. Bogart's one for seven with a home run. And now it's poor CeCe. Carlos Santana's hitting 526. 10 for 19, a double and a homer. Lindor, five for nine with a double. Jose Ramirez, four for eight. Austin Jackson, 10 for 34. Three doubles, a triple and a homer. Eight runs scored. Kipnis has a homer. Jan Gomes has a homer. Edwin Encarnacion, 15 for 55 with four doubles, 273 average. Lots to like in that lineup, boys and girls. Lots to like. Gary Sanchez has taken Kluber deep, two for nine with a double and a homer. Ellsbury, five for 19, two doubles. It's only a 263 average. Gardner, Chase Hadley have taken him deep as well. Really, as a team, they're hitting a buck 55 against him. Uh, the. 
Nationals versus Hendricks. You got Daniel Murphy. He's got three home runs and a double. He's four for 15. It's 267 average, but three homers and a double. Bryce Harper's taking him deep. He's hitting 308. Uh, those are the only homers off of him as a team. They're hitting a buck 90. Cubs versus Strasburg. Wilson Contreras, Alex Avila, Ben Zobrist, Jason Hayward, and Tommy Lestella have all taken him deep. Uh, Hayward's 15 for 37 with four doubles in that homer, hitting 405. Almora Jr.'s two for six with two doubles. Lestella three for 10 with a double and a homer. Most guys are hitting. Chris Bryant two for five with a double. All small samples except for Hayward's. As a team, they're at 257 off them, though. And here's the kicker. The D-backs versus Kershaw. Uh, J.D. Martinez, 3 for 8, a double and a homer. Ionetta, 8 for 27, a double and a homer. Goldschmidt, 10 for 44, and it's only 227 average at two doubles and two homers. A.J. Pollock's hitting 226, but 7 for 31 with a double and a triple. Uh, Brandon Drury's 1 for 11 with that one is a home run. You want the big boy power options there. Um, one thing to keep in mind, I was reading earlier and on this BVP site, the spot's vacant for Arizona. Robbie Ray might get the start. Right now, Taiwan Walker's on DraftKings. He's on most most spots Taiwan Walker's in. But Robbie Ray was supposed to pitch game two. He came in in game one. Or he was supposed to pitch game one. He came out of the bullpen in game two, but he said due to the workload, it was like a bullpen session. He should be ready for game two on Friday. Pay attention to that. That frees things up for you. As if you want a quick Robbie Ray, let me search this on Mr. Fangraphs. I got it right here. His splits this year against lefties and righties. Lefties are hitting 216, righties 219. Definitely actually more power with lefties than righties. He's getting obviously more homers than righties, but he's faced a boatload more righties. He's been phenomenal on the road. A buck 86 ERA on the road compared to 408 at home. So he's been very, very good. Very, very good. So keep that in mind. If Robbie Ray makes the start, the uh, Dodgers do have some very, very potent bats versus left-handed pitching to keep an eye on. But uh, for now, we'll think Tywon Walker. If not, hit me up with your questions. But that's your quick hits. That's your postseason edition. That's your ALDS, NLDS, Friday, October 6th edition in the books. Follow me on Twitter at BDNTrick. I will help you out wherever I can. Again, thesportsdgens.com at thesportsdgens. But good luck. Enjoy the weekend. You got football all over the place. And you got postseason baseball, guys. This stuff's been awesome. The wild card games are great. Opening ALDS today has been great. Live it up. Get it in. I'll catch you guys later.